Peter Master. Proudly brought to you by Peter's Genetics. Every drip means quite a bit when it's from Peter's Genetics. The Muster Events Diary with Beef and Lamb New Zealand. Click beeflambnz.com. Joining us this afternoon from Beef and Lamb is Environment Policy Manager Heather Mackay. Heather, welcome to The Muster once again. How are you? Yeah, really good, thank you. How's things down there? Bit of precipitation today. Um, it's getting a little bit cold over the next day or so, but I think farmers will enjoy having a bit of moisture for a day, even if it is in September. Um, and then we're back into good temperatures last week, so I think it's just business as usual, really. Yeah, onwards and upwards at this time of year. And that's only one thing we wish we could say for what is happening regarding winter grazing regulations for next year, Heather, which is what we're talking about today. Um, and this just gets more confusing by the day for farmers, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely, Andy. It's um, it's just really frustrating at the moment because there's so much confusion out there. The uh, intensive winter grazing regulations are set to start at the start of November, so look, just over a month away, and the freshwater farm plan pathway, we all know, is not available as yet. So there's a lot of confusion about consenting, um, huge numbers of consents potentially required, questions about council's ability to process those, and also about sort of non-efficient double-ups for people who have to apply for consents and then maybe a freshwater farm plan uh, a year or two down the track. Yeah, now as far as the freshwater farm plans, etc., there's no blueprint that's been set out. Now, talking to a few mates who have had a lot of skin in the game for a long time now, and for want of a better word, they're starting to get pissed off at how they're being told to farm their farm and being told to do this by Minister Parker, yet there's no framework that has been put in place for them to go through and um, actually think about next winter. Now, we're looking in just about October already. Um, they're looking at next winter by the day. They're thinking, right, what are we going to do for next season? Um, but they don't know where they're supposed to start. There's nothing down as a blueprint. Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah, just I guess really hear that frustration and share it, actually. So, um, you know, we all were expecting the freshwater farm plan pathway to be in place when the regulations kicked off, and it's been delayed and delayed. And now we're hearing, even though uh, Southland's going to be one of the first regions that's rolled out from next year, it's not going to be straight away, and it's going to be rolled out over time. So, And then across the country could be, you know, several or more years before it's fully available. So um, really frustrating for farmers who, who don't sort of know what they uh, should be doing at the moment. And that's one of the reasons that uh, Beef and Lamb together with Federated Farmers and Dairy NZ, we've been putting some pressure on the Minister to try and um, give a deferral to allow the stuff to be sorted out. So farmers have got some certainty for the next season because, you know, we all know they're making those planting decisions now and seeds not that far from being in the ground. So uh, we haven't had any response from our request to the Minister as yet and, and we sent another kind of more urgent letter last week. So uh, working hard in that space, but yeah, it's certainly not helping farmers at the moment. But can Damien O'Connor not actually get a bit of leeway here for farmers and go to David Parker with concerns that are being voiced by the rural community? Well, yeah, yeah, potentially we'd like to see that. Um, I guess one of the issues is the legislation's actually set in place already, so um, asking for a deferral, which it's a legislative change, but, but the Minister, Minister Parker can do that. It's been done twice already, so there's a bit of a precedent. It's not something that couldn't happen. Uh, there just has to be a will to make it happen. But it pretty much amounts to bullying the rural sector. Yeah, well, I guess one of the important points for us to make here when we're talking about asking for deferrals um, 
is that we're not talking about farmers doing nothing either. We're not saying, look, farmers don't want to do anything. Farmers, we know, have already made um, a whole lot of work improving winter grazing practices and put heaps of resources into this space over the last couple of years. And the regional councils are reporting improved practice. Um, so we're not saying as a sector, hey, we don't want to do anything here. We're saying, actually, we're doing really good things already. And just give us give us a deferral so that... Um, there can be a practical alternative pathway in place that, that makes a bit more sense in the current situation. So what's your advice to farmers in the meantime then? Well, in the meantime, it, it's pretty hard. So Environment Southland, I mean, I know a lot of your listeners are in the Southland area. Environment Southland have recently come out in the last week or so with a kind of alternative approach, which is called a deemed permitted activity. So that's something that already exists in the Resource Management Act and they've uh, Environment Southland have uh, decided it can apply to some marginal or temporary non-compliances around slope. So, um, look, we applaud Environment Southland for trying to come up with a practical, pragmatic solution, but it actually doesn't solve the problem as a whole across the country. So what we're advising farmers to do in the meantime is, A, uh, understand the regulations and whether they're likely to be a permitted activity or whether they potentially might require a resource consent or a freshwater farm plan and then seek advice from their council. Um, we're in, you know, we can't kind of advise individual farmers what decision they should make about the direction they go, but we'd say understand the position they're in and talk to your council because all the councils are taking different approaches on this. And Environment Southland trying to go on the front foot regarding this issue as much as they can, but when you don't know what you're supposed to be doing for a start and then you've got to go through and tell the farmers this is what you're supposed to be doing, um, it's, it's almost Keystone, Keystone Cops situation. Yeah, it's definitely really difficult. And, yeah, like I, like I said, we do actually, um, you know, really appreciate Environment Southland trying to trying to find a practical solution here, but yeah. it's not easy and it's it's potentially adding to the confusion a wee bit. Is it what? Uh, we'll finish on a positive, though. Um, you were up in the Wairarapa last couple of days, Heather. Um, how's the situation looking up there? Because down here in the deep south, um, the last couple of weeks, as far as lambing and calving, it's been perilous. Yeah, look, um, I was up in the Wairarapa yesterday and the day before and um, look, they've had a really, really wet season up there as well but we struck two really lovely fine days so it was it was really nice. We were up there um, actually talking about the biodiversity space and taking some ministry officials out on the farm to try and uh, help them understand what some of their other policies mean on the ground. But what it really just honed into me is there's some really, really great examples of what farmers are doing already and, and up in the Wairarapa um, in the Ponatahi catchment some really good examples of good work in the biodiversity area and protection and, and wildlife corridors and the like and um, yeah what it just kind of makes me reflect on is there's a lot to be proud of in our sector you know our farmers across the country are in different places on their environmental journeys but there's so much good work going on whether it be um, you know, winter grazing, like we've talked about, the improvements that have been made, biodiversity, riparian management, erosion control. Um, there is a lot to be proud of. And so, yeah, just sort of want to, uh, you know, acknowledge our farmers for all the good work that they do. Great words to finish up with. Heather Mackay, Environment Policy Manager for Beef and Lamb. Thanks for your time on the muster. No worries. Thanks, Heath. Heather Mackay there out of Beef and Lamb.
Um, it is. It just amounts to bullying. What's going on? David Park is not answering the heads of all the farming groups. He's just leaving everybody in limbo. Nobody knows what the hell they're supposed to be doing in this situation. And it's just getting more confusing. It's like a cryptic crossword. And I just wish you could find some answers and some solutions so people can have some certainty as we go into the planting season for next winter, which is coming around way too quickly. This is the muster. Before we finish up for the hour, David Morrison with the Stock Sale Report out of Charlton with PG. Wrightson, but up next, resident sporting guru Nathan Burden. Stags, we got a win. We're getting for two in a row. Watch out, Harbour.